Good morning and happy Saturday, you guys. It is Amanda Smith and Baron with Kicking Cancer Cares on this beautiful day on KSOM Radio, 104.3 FM and 1220 AM. I'm you trying to get, switch it you up, you know? You just get better and better at that, though. <laughs> you do get better at that. <laughs> it is a cold day, though. It definitely feels like December. It is. Okay, so for this segment, our sponsors that make it possible for us to broadcast, we love and appreciate you guys so much. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but without our sponsors of this show, we wouldn't be here. So for the first half of this segment show is uh, Oddmost Pizza. Because you just can't go wrong with pizza. Um, and they do a lot for the community. They've been given out. I know that they're doing the scavenger hunt thing with you, um, which is pretty awesome. It's like a whole little clue scavenger hunt. And at the we, end, you we get can, a, We can hit on this here in a minute, too. Okay, perfect. Then I'll save that for a second. Um, so Oddmo's Pizza, they're absolutely amazing. And Five Marketing. Mike over there, he is the owner, and he's absolutely amazing. He's He knows all the tips and tricks to make sure that your website is up and going, um, can direct you on what would work better if your current website is not working uh, like you would like it to. So that's Five Marketing and Oddmo's Pizza. You guys are absolutely amazing. Do you yeah. want to touch on the well, scavenger yeah. hunt really yeah. quick? Yeah, we talked about this a little bit last week, but because we're almost out of De- December's almost gone. Okay. Right? We've only got a few more weeks left. Right. Go to the Oddmo's on Lancaster and they can pick up a booklet. You've still got time. Mm-hmm. You can also go to Gino's. Farmers Agency there on River Road. Oh, yes, he's amazing. Because Gino sponsored this. So Gino put some money up to help make this thing happen. And those two spots, I guarantee you, are clues. There's your first little tip. They are inside the hunt. Okay, okay. But those are the two places I can tell you to go look. Every spot that's in here has booklets. Okay. But if I tell you where to go, I'll also tell you where the clues are at. Right, right. right. Fair <laughs> enough. But it's really, it's really a simple little scavenger hunt. When you open up the book, there's a map, mm-hmm. and there's nine little dots because there's nine cancer colors. Okay. And it gives you a clue. For example, one of the clues says, once, prime time. Any guesses on what that is? Once, prime time. Okay, so we're going to give the clue. We're gonna give is the it list. A, a movie theater? Prime that's time? A, that's a good guess. Okay. That is not accurate. These are fun, though. Okay. I know. Prime time. Only because we did tell people where to go. KSLM Radio, your prime time. Yeah. When Mike Sublet and his partner Sam started Oddmost 30 years ago, mm-hmm. it was called Prime Time Pizza. Okay. See, now my problem there is that I'm not from Salem. and so Except on the north wall of the Lancaster Oddmost, it still says Prime Time. Okay. All right. Well, then so it's not an easy clue, but but it that's is what there. makes it fun. Yeah, that's exactly what makes it fun. Um, I know that one of the owners, Katie, uh, her and her family, they anytime there's some type of scavenger hunt, like uh, they do them in Seaside. Uh, I think Salem Chambers done one. Mm-hmm. Um, she, her and her family have a blast trying to figure out the clues. Well, here's the best part about this one: just finish the book. It's addressed on the back. I've got one here that I'm showing them at. It's addressed on the back to mm-hmm. our Kicking Cancer office. Mail it in and you win a free pizza just for finishing the scavenger hunt. You can't go wrong there. No. Dinner for free. A fun activity and then free pizza. And then the first week of January, we're going to take all the ones that are finished. Mike and I are going to get together and we're going to pick one of them. And I beg again, a big shout out to Mike. He's going to give you a pizza a week for every week next year. 50 
to two pizzas next year. Holy smokes. It's a nice that's little dedication. Donation. Thank nice you, Mike. Nice little donation, Mike. So Yeah, that's amazing. Mike's been a great sponsor of the show in many, many ways. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Cancer yeah. must be close to his heart. Uh, he lost his mother to cancer. Okay. More importantly, he lost his sister to cancer. Yeah. And that's, I, we do our newsletters. Mm-hmm. And I've asked him to write his sister's story. And he told me he got about one sentence in and the number of teardrops on the paper. It's still it, pretty hard for him to yeah. relive his sister's That's story. understandable. Absolutely. So, yeah, cancer is kind of close to Mike's heart. He he and I have been working together now for almost two years. Wow. That's in a variety amazing. of fun ways. Yeah. We'll get into more some fun with the stories of something we did with fun with Mike in the future. So Okay, perfect. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, let's start with our recap. Well, I brought you a fun shirt. Again, the listeners can't see this shirt, but it is sitting here with us. I brought you the shirt that I actually got after climbing that stair climb for Becky Olson. Oh, yes. How many steps was it? Not that you were counting. Not that I was counting, but 846 stairs. Ooh. And how many flights? 40. Oh, my goodness. That so, was so, so our story last week was the lady who started co-founded Breast Friends, Becky mm-hmm. Olson. Um, but what I wanted to do in the recap was kind of give you more of her history. I met her after she got her fifth diagnosis. That's right. Okay. There's a lot of her story we didn't get into, so I wanted to do a little digging yeah. for you. Um, in 96, at age 43, she was diagnosed with breast cancer. She was given a 60% chance of surviving if she made it five years. Okay. So at the five-year mark, she still only had a 60% chance of surviving. Wow. That's okay. not a really good diagnosis no. at all. That's. She was working full-time. She had little kids. She was going to college. Um, she did finish college and get her degree. And in 2000, so at right at the five-year mark, she and a very good friend of hers named Sharon, who they worked together at the time, and, and they both had been diagnosed with breast cancer, they founded a group up in Portland called Breast Friends. I like that name. Isn't that great? It's a perfect name, Breast Friends. Breast Friends. I like that a lot. And they formed it for the purpose of what do I do after I'm clear, after I'm okay, mm-hmm. right? Because you're never really okay. Right, right. And she, they formed this great support group, which is now 22 years old. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. But then in 2005, she gets her second diagnosis of cancer. Well, by the time I met her. So right at the five mark, it came back. Uh, at the nine-year mark. Oh, sorry. Yeah, because she was diagnosed in 96, so in oh. 05. Okay. At the nine-year mark. My apologies. So she, um, she made it past the five-year mark. Well, what's intriguing to me is she's, she's nine years from the day she got di- or the time she got diagnosed. Mm-hmm. Brenda, who has joined us on the show live, called in. Brenda was diagnosed in 2017. Okay. And here we sit in 2022. Mm-hmm. And she's in the fight again. 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 Can you elaborate on that? Or Yeah. Actually, I think Brenda's ready to announce it on Facebook. We've known for a little while. Yeah. But we, as, as the co-founder of King Cancer, we wanted to be kind of strategic and when we make this announcement. Yeah. Brenda was diagnosed with um, invasive ductal carcinoma. Mm-hmm. And in our conversations, I think you're figuring out what some of these terms yeah. mean. I'm learning. Learning. <laughs> but trust me. I, I, a learn in progress. It's a learn in progress. And sometimes I have to be careful what questions I ask when it comes to breast cancer because I might actually get the answer. Right. <laughs> you're right. right. <laughs> um, in Brenda's case, it did a radical mastectomy, which means they just basically cut the breast off. And then she got breast implants. Mm-hmm. 
there it, uh, uh, several weeks ago, something didn't seem right, and they went in, and she has invasive ductal carcinoma again right. behind the implant. Okay. Because there's now no breast tissue, they can't do a lumpectomy, which basically means they're just going to go in and cut that little section out. Oh, right. Right? But if you have no breast tissue to cut into, you can't do a lumpectomy. So they're going to go in. They're going to take the, the breast implant out, mm-hmm. remove the tumor, put it back. Okay. But it's localized. That's the good news. So it should be pretty simple? Yes. <laughs> yes. Are they giving her like really good high odds that nothing will go wrong or that they'll get it all? Or I think the doctors are being cautious about what to tell her as far as odds are concerned. Right. I guess they you have know? to be because nothing's the, guaranteed. Right. I mean, the reality is it's all, for, in Brenna's case, it's already metastatic. Which means it's already in her lymphatic system. Right. And the second occurrence is localized, which makes it easier to treat. Okay. Right. It's the easiest to treat. Right. Because okay. now you have a you have a tumor in one spot that's not beginning to move around, it's not beginning to spread. Okay. We go in, we cut that tumor off. Theoretically that should solve the problem. So when do they schedule that? I don't have an answer to that question yet. So it's not soon. There it's not a rush and it is relatively soon. Um, I have plans to go down and see her at the end of February. Okay. And the original plan was I could go to a Spartan race with her in February. Right. In okay. Arizona. Yeah. But we're not going to do that. Okay. Because somewhere, and I'm just speculating, somewhere in January they'll go through this procedure, and she will not have healed enough to a Spartan yeah. race. Yeah. So you'll just you'll go there and visit. Just be there for Spend her. Time. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Right. Just be there. The good thing for me is I'm in a better place in my life than I was when she was diagnosed the first time. Mm-hmm. And I didn't go see her the first time. Right. And I've carried that good a long time. Yeah. So it would be nice to see her. The, yeah. I, you guys have a close bond. I see when she came and we did the cooking uh, segment oh, that was on the fun. live. That was a blast. You guys, the way you guys talk and flow with each other, it's like you guys are best friends. And that's really cool to see that brother-sister dynamic well, even like when that. she calls on the radio, it's like she's in the room with us, right? No, you guys I, you guys are absolutely amazing. Yeah. So I'm glad that she's got you and you'll go visit. And um, you guys, please keep Brenda in your prayers and your thoughts. And Brenda, just know that I love you and I'm thinking of you and I'm definitely praying super hard for you. Um, you've got this. Well, and she's coming back in January to see you. you, by the way. Yes, I love you even more. (laughs) (laughs) Well, to Becky's story, she gets diagnosed a second time at 05. I'm not sure when the third and fourth diagnosis was, but Mm -hmm. she got her fifth, fifth diagnosis in 2018. At that point, it was stage four and it was metastatic. So just clarification for our listeners, stage refers to risk. Okay. So stage one is lower risk. Stage four is higher risk. Okay. And okay. four is as high as it goes, four right? Four is as high as it goes. Yeah. So if you have stage four whatever, that's the highest risk level for your cancer. Mm-hmm. Metastatic means that it's also left the breast and gone someplace else. In Becky's case, it went to her uh, lungs, which is why when I met her late 2019, I'd already decided to do this stupid climb to the top of the... I mean, I was going to do it anyway. Right. But having met her, I decided to do it in her honor. It gives you more purpose and gives yeah. you more drive and motivation. Trust me. Every time I got on the stair step or get ready for that thing, I kept thinking about Becky. Yeah, because absolutely. It, this is a fundraiser for the American Lung Association. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, well, this is something I could do to help somebody else. Yeah. But it moved to her lungs. Early 2020 was when I did that climb. And she told me right before the climb that she was going in for tests. 
So she went in for test. I did the climb. And the week after, she called me and she said it had now gone to her liver and her bones and Jeez. her brain. Oh, gosh. And I and cried. The, yeah. Because yeah. I knew. it. When once it, it hits, hits the liver, <laughs> it's, 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 it's not good. Or it's the brain. Good. Or the brain. Any Once it starts attacking your uh, organs the like that in, in any capacity, that's not good. Yeah. Well, Becky did not make it to the end of 2020. And she passed away. But what I did want to bring you is the current executive director for Breast Friends. Name is Allison Hancock. Okay. Um, I would say to any of our listeners, if you're going through breast cancer and you're looking for a support group here in Salem, they meet on the third Wednesday at Salem Hospital. Marianne McNally, who sponsors our show, yes, and is now she's now the Salem contact for Breast Friends. You're more than welcome to go down there as a support in Salem. Okay, but Allison runs the main office up in Tigard, and just go to mail M A I L, so not the gender, but the like a mail like letter, a mail letter. So mail at breastfriends.org. Just send them an email if you'd like to get more information about them. Their website is breastfriends.org. But I did want to read you a couple of things. Okay. This and is a... Go ahead. Sorry, really quick. If you guys didn't catch that, the email or any of that information, um, when they meet and where they meet, never hesitate to reach out to Baron and I. Um, we would be more than happy. I know sometimes people don't have a pen and a paper right away. Our podcasts also replay, and you can download and listen to them at kslm.news or Apple, Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff. But um, never hesitate to reach out to us to get any of the information that we've shared. If you weren't able to catch it, we want to make sure that those resources are definitely available to you. Yeah, Sorry and I and I work really closely with Allison. Mm-hmm. Um, she's running a 22-year-old nonprofit. I'm running a four-year-old nonprofit. Right. So I lean to her for advice all the time. I love that you have that to lean right. on, yeah. You know, plus hers is specialized breast cancer, but anyone I can send her way that she can support is yeah. great. Yeah, absolutely. But I asked her sometime back if she would write a tribute to Becky. Mm-hmm. And so this is um, Allison's thoughts of the person that she replaced. Okay. She says, Becky Olson, a dedicated wife, mother of five, and grandmother passed away on April 24th, 2021 at the age of 68. Becky was a five-time breast cancer survivor who never lost hope and fought her cancer battle with grace. In 2020, Becky and her good friend, Sharon, co-founded Breast Friends. Breastfed is an organization that provides emotional support to women who are navigating a cancer diagnosis. Becky was also author of a book. And wow. So if anybody would like a copy, they have copies of her book. The book is called The Hat That Saved My Life. Becky also had a podcast that I had the privilege of being on about three years ago today. Okay. I was a guest, but... At the very end, she says, when Becky received her fifth cancer diagnosis, it was stage four, and it metastasized her lungs, liver, and bones. She found that staying positive was difficult at times, but realized that when going through a difficult time, it was important to do the things that you love. Her life and legacy will always be remembered and hold a special place in the hearts of all those who knew her. That's sweet. Yeah. That's really sweet. And I climbed 846 steps for her. Woohoo! 
Not that I was counting. Not that I was counting. Sounds like she was a very uh, important, loved, and special person to almost everybody that was a part of her life. Yeah. She sounds like a very special person. I only had a chance to... I only physically met her about four times. Okay. But she had an impact on my life. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of amazing that those people, when you see and hear their stories of how, I mean, five times beating cancer and then fighting like that and just all of the things you have to go through, that that's got to be pretty powerful. You got to be a strong person. Yeah. You have to be a really strong person. So I'm... I'm sure she was absolutely nothing shy of amazing. She really was amazing lady. All right, you're be shocked. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to circle back to uh, a podcast that we did on December the 10th. Okay. I'm also going to encourage our listeners to go to any of the podcast services and re-listen to that one because we talked about sugar. And so I'm kind of doing a double recap here for the story but also for the sugar. Okay. But we we brought up something in that podcast that currently 420 million people in the world have type Four. 2 diabetes. Type 2 diabetes. 400. 420 million Jeez. people. Now, for anyone that wants to write that, that's 420,000,000. My goodness. There's six zeros. That's a that. lot of yeah. people that have diabetes. Now, let's, let, let's put that number in perspective. There, that's about half of Portland. Wow. That's about half of Portland. Holy smokes. That's every single person in Salem twice. Mm-hmm. Because there's roughly 220,000 people in Salem. Right. So if you take every single person in Salem twice, that's how many people in the world have type 2 diabetes. No, it'd be more than that. No, you're right. Yeah, you're no, wrong. You're, no, I'm way wrong. I'm way wrong. You are. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way there's no, no, 420 million no, people in Portland. No, you're right. It's Portland times 420. Yeah. You're absolutely right. It, I know my math is way wrong. You're all right. I had to call yeah. you out, though. I no, apologize. my math was way wrong. But but one in 10 in the world now have type 2 diabetes. Wow. Now, now, what the book said. One in 10. One in 10. In the world, I know a I know a lot of people with it too. It's probably one of the most common things that I see is diabetes. Mm-hmm. And what I found intriguing when we were on that podcast was the guy we were talking about. He said there's still not enough evidence to prove that sugar causes cancer. Right, but there is proof that sugar causes diabetes. Oh yeah, and it's not the only thing that causes diabetes, but it's very high contributor. Right, right. right? But it also says that if you have type 2 diabetes, it doubles your chances of pancreatic and colon cancer. Really? So there's a very indirect correlation to cancer when it comes to sugar. Right. But I brought some of my friends with me. All right. Remember uh, thinking, Eat, thinking Eat Yourself Smart book? Yes. You have amazing books. And these <laughs> these books are all, uh, you can find them on your website, correct? Yeah. Kicking, go to, go go ahead. to kicking-cancer.org. Mm-hmm. And where it says resources, mm-hmm. click on that. This one's probably going to be in the food section. Okay. But you can, excuse me, you can find those books on our website. Because you have, these books, you have brought them time and time and time again. And every time you pull, it's like, how can these books really have that much information? But they do. And so I know a lot of our listeners 
are very intrigued by the information that you talk about. So if you guys are interested in purchasing these books that he talks about or looking them up or figuring out oh, I got details, all these off Amazon, so they're easy to find. <laughs> exactly, yes. So you can go to his website to find out the names and authors and all of that so you can get one yourself. Well, I'm going to go back to the chapter in the book called Sugar, the Forbidden Fruit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's a subsection that says, Is Sugar Making You Fat? Yes. That's the name of the subsection. A growing body of research examines the link between sugar consumption and obesity, for example, has found a significant statistical association between these two factors, thinking and eating, mm-hmm. which is her whole point. Yeah. Right? Uh, the, the problem is, is that sugar directly relates to your brain as well. So she says, with the increasing rates of not only obesity, but also Alzheimer's, Oh. In the world, food manufacturers continue to sell products that can affect both your physical and mental health. Mm-hmm. The number of people with Alzheimer's disease is projected to increase fourfold over the next 40 years, approaching 14 million people in the world that will have Alzheimer's. Wow. So, not cancer, not diabetes. Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's, and there's a link between sugar and mm-hmm. Alzheimer's. Wow, that's so we're a, just, we're that's gonna, a, and that's a crazy. That's a, that's a that's. If anyone a knows any one. relatives that have Alzheimer's, it's hard to watch someone go through Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. I used to be a caregiver, and I did was in the memory care uh, department, and that that that's a, that's a tough one. Yeah. Uh, well, and what I wanted to do here was. We're going to continue to attack sugar because it's sugar affects so much of our life. It, 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 it's so much. It's actually pretty crazy just how impactful it can be yeah. on a person. Yeah. And in such a negative way. Right. So earlier in the book, um, and this is Dr. Carolyn Leaf is the author. She has a PhD in neuroscience. So she understands how your brain works. Mm-hmm. She's also a dietitian. Oh, brilliant. So she writes a book called Think and Eat Yourself Smart. Yeah. Right? Okay, I love and just it. just such great stuff here. Earlier it says, in the past 35 years, and so she's talking about from um, the the mid-80s mm-hmm. up until when she wrote the book, which was in the mid-2015 range. Okay. Uh, the last 35 years, the world obesity rate has doubled. Doubled. The world obesity rate has doubled. According to the 2013 Global Burden of Disease Study, Around 2.5 billion, now you're a bigger number. Holy smokes. 2.5 billion individuals worldwide are either overweight or obese. I believe it. While obesity-related illnesses are responsible for 3.4 million deaths. Wow. Is sugar contributing to problems on the whole globe? Yeah. I would say so. 3.4 million people died from obesity-related deaths. Wow. Sugar's pain and contributing factor. Holy smokes. That's a a really large number. I know. That's huge. Well, a little earlier in the book, and this is the one that I thought was interesting the way that she said it, today, nearly 1 billion people in the world are hungry. Almost 2 billion people are overweight. Wow. And we are now the most... Overweight and malnourished, the U.S. The U.S. is the most overweight 
and malnourished nation in the world. Really? I, be- we're I believe we're consuming it. food that has no nutritional value. Right. So we're overweight. And it's like, that doesn't make sense. How can you be overweight and malnourished? Right. Because we think of skinny little people. We're overweight and malnourished because we're consuming food that has no nutritional value. Right. And, and so we're, we're, the U.S. is now the most overweight, malnourished nation in the world. That's pretty sad. That's actually really sad. Well, I know we're approaching the break, but I brought something to shock you even heavier when we come back. Okay. All right. Well, I, I don't know if I'm ready. <laughs> well, there was a phrase we used um, about two episodes ago that their wealth is more important than our health. Yep. And I'm going to bring you a report Oh, yes. Okay. Well, then with that said, thank you for listening to KSLM Radio on 104.3 FM and 1220 AM. You are listening to Amanda and Barron with Kicking Cancer Cares. And a huge shout out to our sponsors for this segment. You're having too much fun with that. I know. (laughs) Which is Oddmo's Pizza and Five Marketing. Thank you guys so much for making it possible to broadcast this show to everybody. All right. We will be back in just a few moments. Stay tuned. Stay tuned.